Did you call bank? I call game. <laughs> Welcome to Calling Bank. This week we speak all about the craziest trade deadline in NBA history, the All-Star Weekend, and of course, our game of the week. And if you're lucky, stay to the end because we're going to be redrafting the NBA All-Star teams. Will, I want to know, what was your game of the week? It's an action-packed episode, Harry. Yes, it's this, huge. This game of the week I'll be talking about is the Clippers v Hornets. The game that no one thought would choose as the game of the week. <laughs> Look, I wanted to focus this week on a game between two aspirational playoff teams from the West and the East <laughs> in both the Clippers and the Hornets. Oh, yeah. Um, interesting enough, two episodes ago, I covered the Hornets uh, in very brief detail in a game against the Knicks, uh, where New York overcame a 21-point deficit to beat the Hornets by two in overtime. This time, it was a different story. Charlotte didn't lose in overtime. Okay. And they didn't let a team overcome a 21-point deficit. Instead, they lost in regular time, <laughs> and they let the Clippers rally from 20 points down. Oh, good. Them. At least it wasn't 21. It wasn't 21. Now, is this pre or post-trade deadline? This is pre-trade deadline. So this is still when the Clippers were actually trying to be eighth place in the West. Exactly right. Okay. And that's why I wanted to talk about this. This is the same Clippers team that was playing its third road game in four days. And in a game where Kemba Walker finished with 32 points, 9 assists, 5 rebounds, 3 steals to the Hornets, and they still lost. But how was Jeremy Lamb? That's what I want to know. He's, he's quite good. He scored 22 points. Can I just be honest? Him and Kemba, they're the only two players on that team. I don't know who else they have. Bismarck. Uh, well, well, I think he was better originally when he was with, New, uh, with the Hornets. Uh, original Hornets and also with the Raptors in that playoff series. Yeah, he, he way got better. paid a lot of money and now he's just terrible. Now he's essentially Timothy Moskov. <laughs> yes, exactly. He gets traded for Moskov. That's what they do. They just keep trading uh, places. It's great. Um, look, Harry, the reason I wanted to focus on this game is actually mainly related to the Clippers. And I think yeah. you kind of made the point is trying to understand the direction they're now heading in. Yeah. So this was a team that after this win, they were sitting at 30 and 25. Good for eighth in the Western Conference and one and a half games in front of the Kings were in ninth place um, for that final Western Conference playoff position. Um, this is one of the teams that we actually spoke about a lot this year. We've you know what? About the Clippers have been one of the most talk about teams in our podcast, which is surprising because it's the Clippers. Yes. And you know what? Today is no different because trade deadline is also going to be a lot of Clippers, yes. obviously. They're... Can, well, that we've talked about because they're such a surprise. They everything like, they're doing, I love. There yes. is nothing about what Jerry West is doing that I'm like, you know what? That's a bad idea. Yes. Everything he's doing, I'm like, you are. You're, you're right, my friend. You are the logo. Yes, and him and Doc Rivers have done very well. This is a team that has ranked up and again up until this point, 11th in offensive efficiency, eighth in pace, eighth in true shooting percentage, and they have no superstar. No, a uh, well, well. I love Tobias Harris. I think he's a superstar. I think he's an all star, but. Yeah, technically, no. I mean, they do no. have six man of the year in Lou Williams, and who's a phenomenal yeah, player. Montrez Harrell's having a season out of his mind. But yes, no I understand what you're saying. No superstars. Um, against Charlotte, this game in particular, they went 18 from eighteen from 24 from three-pointers. And they still lost. No, no, they, they won. This is the Clippers. The Clippers, the Clippers went 18. Clippers. I thought you meant Charlotte. No, no, they? no. This is how good they shot from three-point line. 18 from 24. Jesus. Um, for 75%, making it the second best shooting percentage p- performance from three-point range in NBA history. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I reckon even Avery Bradley probably hit a couple probably, of threes. Probably, and he doesn't score at all. Yeah, um, I traded him, but yeah. It's funny because they also owned the best record, which they got against the Warriors this year in December, where they shot 18 from 23 against the Warriors. So, insane. Their three-point shooting is great. Their, effect, their offense is great. But really, what, again, this game highlighted the value of Tobias. Harris yes, because he played 36 minutes. He scored 34 points, seven rebounds, five assists, shot six of seven from three. 
he played the best fourth quarter of the season. Like, watching him in the fourth quarter, phenomenal. Yeah. Scored seven of the final nine points for the Clippers and scored the game winner with 4.3 seconds left. I saw this game winner. It was phenomenal. Great. Great. In a sad way, this is the end of the Clippers as we know them. This was the last game. But you know what? It's a great move. You look at those Clippers, they finish eighth, they get swept in the first round by the Warriors. What happens next year? They've got expiring contracts of Avery Bradley and Tobias Harris. Lou Williams is getting older. Montrez Harrell will probably want to, you know, more well, money he's got at some a, point. He's got a two-year 12 mil deal, so yes. he'll be there for next he's year. He's there, but, you know, like, they can't base a, a team off him. No. What do you look at? You look at the NBA draft next year, Duke is killing it, right? Yeah. Do you tank now, or do you try and get that eighth spot? And this is where the point I was going to come in with Jerry West, because... By trading and waiving some of these players, like Marchin Gotak got waived as well now. Yeah, so did Michael Beasley. Michael Beasley. So they're, they're waving... Tia Doshic, I think, as well got waived. He did, he did. So they're, they're waving or trading a lot of their players. What they've said is, we don't really care about the playoffs this year. We're going to come 8th or 7th. We could have, and they probably would have, I'll be yeah. honest. If it was them between them and the Lakers, yeah. I'd probably say Clippers would have made it, if they kept all their players. And in a seven-game series, who gets swept? Oh, Clippers. Clippers, yeah. obviously. But also, they care about asset accumulation. Because if they make the playoffs, they lose their first round pick this year. Yeah. It's lottery protected. And it goes to the Celtics. They don't make playoffs. That's exactly what we want. <laughs> More picks for the Celtics. Exactly. They don't make playoffs, they get first round yeah. pick. And I think that's what they're thinking about. They're also thinking, well, Tobias Harris is probably going to go. He probably wants max money. Yeah. Let's get lottery picks. Let's get first round picks from teams. And they did that. And that's exactly what they did. Um, look, fun while it lasts, Clippers. We probably won't speak about you that much anymore. Because uh, yeah, they're done. Gonna, they're done for this season. You're kind I mean, of done. the only thing that I, we will speak to them about is six man of the year. Lou Williams has to be six man of the year. I think it's just that simple. Um, it's 26 games to go, Harry. 26 yeah, okay. games to go. All right. But I think, I think the Clippers made great moves. I think their win against Hornets was, as you said, a lovely send-off to what was a great season, a surprising season. No yes. one expected this. Yes. Doc Rivers, Jerry West. You're geniuses. Yeah, you did very well. May as well um, call him Danny Ainge, right? Really. Exactly. And and look, you, you know, it's a perfect contrast this game against the Hornets, who with a 26 and 28 record, so a losing record, are still, still seven. Still in seventh. Will they get swept? Yes, probably. But they'll make playoffs. They'll make playoffs, and that's nice for Kemba, even though he's going to walk in the off season. So exactly right. that's fine. They're content with mediocrity for now, and that's where they should be now. Speaking about something that's not mediocre, even slightly. No. It's the, the jewel of the dynasties. The Lakers versus the Boston Celtics. By far, the game that every year since I started following the NBA, I would watch. I watch every single Lakers-Boston game. I love it. My background for my computer used to be bloody Rajon Rondo yep. and Kobe Bryant. You know, this is the... Rajon this, Rondo. Yeah, he, I, he was my favorite player in the Celtics. Well, he's your favorite Laker now. He is my favorite Laker. And this game was exactly what I wanted. Yes. Just from life. Yes. So, bit of context. Obviously, everyone knows the Lakers are going through an absolute, you know, show of, of drastic proportions yes. with the AD thing. It was muffling up the team. There was fights in the locker room between the veterans and Luke Walton. Luke Crazy. Walton's essentially going to lose his job. LeBron's been injured. The young core was essentially all going to be traded for... Anthony Davis. And even then, that wasn't a good enough deal. Exactly. And they lost by 42 points just the game before against Indiana without Victor Oladipo. Lakers were looking like absolute filth. And I watched the Indiana game. I didn't like a second of it. I did not watch the the whole game. I watched bits of it because I couldn't stomach it. 
And then here we are against Celtics, a team that really should be in the Eastern Conference Finals, if not the NBA Finals. Yep. A deep team with all their players playing, and their players were playing well as well. Okay, like you know, Kyrie had a great game. He had twenty-four points, eight and seven. Tatum was nine to fourteen with twenty-two points. I mean, Kyrie didn't shoot well. Kyrie. No, he didn't shoot well, but he still had twenty-four points. Their bench had sixty points. Yes. So they had a good game. It was Brown, Daniel Thais. Yeah, Thais. Theus had a great Theus. game. And who else And who else was there? Oh, there was one other one. But the point is, they had a great game. And halfway through the second, Lakers are down 18. And I'm watching this game. I'm going, you know what? It's been a pleasure. It's all over. This is going to be another Indiana. And for some reason, they do this thing that the Lakers have never done in their entire lives. Yes. They hit three-pointers. Not even normal three-pointers. Open three-pointers, <laughs> which they never do. Yes. They hit a, a franchise record 22 three-pointers. It's crazy. End of the game, Kyrie hits a clutch layup, as he always will. Left so much time on that clock. Dumb. I, I Terrible don't play. understand that. If you're Brad Stevens, who is a mastermind, you don't have 11 seconds left. Yes. That is silly. You have two seconds left or on the buzzer. Yes. I get it. He had an open lane. You may as well go for the layup. I understand that. You gave the Lakers so much time. It was a hard time. shot. It was a hard It was, but it's Kyrie. So obviously he's clutch. He's yes. going to do that. Yes. What really astounded me was that there was enough time for Brandon Ingram to get blocked by Al Horford, Rondo to then get the rebound off like 20 different hands oh, that was crazy. That was and insane. shoot that shot. Besides the fact that it was Rondo's first ever career go-ahead game winner. Yes, because he can't shoot. But yes. It was against the Celtics. Yes. His former team where he won a championship. I loved everything about this game for the Lakers. LeBron had a triple-double. Kuzma played amazingly, 25 points. Rondo had 17 and 10. Seven Lakers were in double digits. They shot 54% from three, 51% overall. Only eight turnovers. 19 against the Pacers. They had eight in this game. This is what the Lakers could be. And this is without Lonzo, who's another backup point guard. I mean, they were literally playing Brandon Ingram at the point and LeBron at the point. You have Lonzo back. This team, as Rob Palinka said after the game... I would fear them in a seven-game series. Yes. If they're, if they're healthy. And this is why the Lakers, if they get that eighth spot, no. If they get the seventh spot, <laughs> they could make it very far in the playoffs. Well, look, seventh or eighth, you're playing Warriors or Denver. Yeah, Denver, we can beat. Denver, I do not have a problem with us beating. Warriors, I have a big problem. Yes. I don't think we beat the Warriors. We take them maybe to six. Maybe, if LeBron goes nuts and Rondo goes it's playoff. It's LeBron Rondo. and the supporting cast. Exactly. Well, Rondo's pretty good. I think, for me, the difference with this game to the every other game is that LeBron realized defense was shocking. The yes. first quarter was disgusting. They didn't play defense. LeBron locked in. Everyone's like, hey, King James is locking in. We should start playing defense. Yes. They locked down their defense. Uh, they hit their open threes. I mean, they still gave up 128 points. But that's okay. Because we had 35 assists. You know, we're passing the ball yep. better. Yep. Everything looked like everyone was getting along. Mm-hmm. End of the game, everyone comes around Rondo. Yes. If everyone is healthy, yes. Lakers are a good team. They were fourth before LeBron went down. Yes. There is the potential for us to be seventh. It depends on LeBron. It does. For me, if LeBron is injured or LeBron's not locked in, I'm sorry. It's a bit like Cleveland last yeah. year. No, I 100% like, it's agree. LeBron and pieces. And look, we can win a couple of games without LeBron. I get that. LeBron's in the game. We come seventh. Look at Lakers before he was injured. Either way, I love this game. Everything about it was what I wanted. It was a, a great game, high scoring. We needed to win. We needed to win. We got that win. We're playing Philly, of course, on Monday. Yes. So it's going to be another big one. If we win that game, don't even speak to me. I'll just be in, you know, heaven. I did watch the Philly-Denver game. That was a fantastic Yeah, that was a great game. Now, Anywho. Let's speak about the real, real crux 
of the issue in the NBA, the yes. trade deadline. My favourite time. And we year. thought Porzingis' trade was big. Yes. You know, that started off before even the day before the trade deadline. Then nothing happens. And then within 24 hours, there's what, like 12 trades? Insane. Something ridiculous. Now, we want to speak about what, are, what was our favourites, our yep. least favourites, and which teams we think did the best and the worst. So, yep. Will, what was your favourite trade of, of the deadline? I couldn't split them. Yeah, that's fair. So I have two. Um, I apologize already about that, but I, I literally couldn't split them because I think both teams did exactly what they needed to do. Yeah. They saw what Philadelphia did, and I, I know you're going to speak about that. Yeah. So I'm not going to steal your thunder there. Well, I'm actually not going to speak about Philly, to be honest. Oh, we're going to talk enough about Philly. Yeah, because let's just say quickly with Philly, everyone knows it's six team, a six-player trade. Right. Boban, Mike Scott, and Tobias of course Harris. Tobias Harris moved to um, 76ers, and 76ers got... Um, Shamit Clippers got oh, Shamit Clippers got Shamit Who else was two, it? Two first round picks Yeah and another player And someone else Someone else It doesn't really matter Mike Muscala Mike Muscala Who got traded to the Lakers anyway Anyway Really yes. the big deal was Tobias Harrison Bowen yes. yes Who so, both got standing ovations In their first Clippers <laughs> uh, In their first 76ers game Which I love Yes Yes sorry You were so saying what I was saying Philadelphia have a great trade They're starting five now It's crazy It's very good It's obscene well, we'll talk about that We will but, speak about that Two teams when you know what? They've just done that. The Eastern Conference is wide open. This is our year. Yeah. And they did both made trades on trade deadline that I said winners. It's definitely the Celtics. They made heaps of trade, as they always do on the trade deadline. <laughs> Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Getting Marcus Gasol. That was a huge trade. Four, CJ Miles, Jonas Valanciunas, DeLon Wright, and 2024 second round pick. I like everything about this trade. I think Memphis are tanking. And I, I actually speak... I'll speak a bit about Memphis now anyway. Yes. Because I wanted to speak them a, a bit later. But I think, you know, they are tanking. Mike Connolly is probably going to sit for the rest of the season. So the biggest loser in the trade deadline is probably Mike Connolly because he's yes. not going to play. Yes. Um, getting Valanchunas, who's great in the locker room. CJ Miles, who's on going to be a bigger contract as well. It's not a bad deal. But who cares? Yes. It doesn't make a difference. They want to finish last. Yes. Look, Grizzlies have decided, well, they started off the season really hot, and then they kind of fell away. And yeah. now they're kind of like, well, let's start tanking again. They start, we, one of our first episodes of this season, was how we were like, they how great them. they were doing. And now they, they started filthy. 12 and 5. Yeah, and then they were like 8 and 23. <laughs> yeah, that's gone awfully since. Yeah. Um, look, why I like this for the Raptors, mm. they needed to get better at the 5 spot. And interesting, there's some good stats here. The Raptors are actually 13th in points scored per, per 100 possessions since December 1, and 24th in three-point accuracy. That sucks. You don't really note that with the Raptors. Gasol addresses both those issues. Yes. They will be better offensively, although you know rebounding might be an issue, but it also means that Serge Ibaka doesn't always have to play the five. Yes. Gasol can play the five. He's better than Valanciunas. That's a nice starting lineup. And also means, because the way his contract is set up, it means that he's likely to enter into a player option. If Leonard leaves, you still have Lowry and Gasol next year. Yeah, which That's is not, not, bad. not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, and what do they give up? Not that much. Valanciunas has been playing less minutes anyway. He's been injured. Yeah. He's been injured and buying less minutes. But again, like he's offensively worse than Gasol. Yeah. Um, CJ Miles was not playing. I like CJ Miles, but yeah, he hasn't played for a while. Yes. He but was better at the paces. For the Grizzly, he's good because he's a good three-point shooter. He's on about a $9 million contract and most likely to enter into that player option next year. Also, if they wave him, like 
who cares if he plays or he doesn't play? Yes. Like, Grizzlies, it doesn't make a difference. Same no. way they're going to rest Mike Conley. Yes. Like, they're tanking. Yes, exactly. Let's just watch them lose every game so they can get Zion. Exactly. And DeLon Wright is a good pickup. He is 27. I was shocked by that. I thought he was really? much younger. He's 27. Wow. He must have done at least seven years in college. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good prospect of point guard. They don't really have much there behind um, Conley. And again, he's going to be a restricted free agent. And he's a good project. So, really, yeah. Grizzlies, p- people have said to me, why did they not get more? Gasol is not the same Gasol. Yeah, of course. He's not. And also, he gets injured a lot. They've, they've got Valanciunas. Good trade for both sides. They get off his contract with Gasol. They're opening up some cap space. Yeah. And they've got some interesting players. My other favorite trade? Bucks. Yeah. So, for me, getting Nikola Miritich is a huge win. I love that. It is I love that trade. completely. Yes. Not only the Bucks couldn't... So I was watching their game when they were playing... I think it was the Wizards. Scored 50 points in the first quarter. And I was looking at that team. I was like, then you add Miritich to that? Who is a sharpshooter at the worst of days? Yeah. That's absurd. It's crazy. And what did they give up? I mean, they gave up, in some regard, a lot, considering he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. They gave up four second-round picks. Two of them are from the Wizards. And the Wizards' second-rounders could be very high second-rounders. They could be. Um, and Stanley Johnson, who cares? And they also gave up Thon Maker. But. But that's why I like this trade. But it's win now. Exactly. And they've positioned themselves. They're at the top of the Eastern Conference. They've positioned themselves where I look at that team now and I say, who's going to beat that? Toronto, maybe? Crazy. He won't even be in the starting five. But bring him off that bench with Urson as well. My goodness. They're, a is, they're, they're like what the point. Sixers were last year with Bellinelli and Ilya Server off the yes. bench. Yes. It's scary. They didn't give up a first rounder. Which is good. They gave yeah. up a lot of second rounders, but then they didn't give up a first rounder. They are going for it. For New Orleans, good picks. Mm. You got four second round picks for a player who's going to be an unrestricted free agent, and you're, true, also probably, and you're also not making the playoffs. And you're going to be in a lottery as well. Can I also just say, with Milwaukee, they've got a huge offseason where they could lose a lot of their players. Yes. So for this, they need to make the playoffs as far as possible to re sign, you okay. know, Eric Bledslow and Chris Middleton as well. And it's, it's kind of funny, though, with this trade because Don Maker was on a guaranteed contract. So now they kind of took his money away as well. So it's kind of like they've got extra cap space to sign those good players. Yeah. For Thon Maker and as an Aussie, I'm delighted that he got traded. It's great. Now he, he can play. He needs to play. Yeah. And for Detroit, they got rid of Stan Johnson. And to be honest with you, not great defensively, decent defensively, but I think he had to move. Yeah. He was done. Thon Maker, good on you. They need a stretch five. He's going to play over Zaza in Detroit. Oh, 100%. Zaza sucks. Um, so for Pistons, good. For New Orleans, good. Everyone wins. Yeah, Everyone I like wins. I like this trade. I agree. I, I liked both those trades. But my favorite trade was a bit different. Uh, it was the Harrison Barnes trade. Interesting. Can I tell you why? Why? He got traded mid-game. He was literally on the bench when he found out that he'd gotten traded. That's crazy. Like, that is the most obscene thing I've ever heard. But I also think both teams win in this situation. Mm. For the Kings, they get the... You know, it's a big contract of Harrison Barnes. But they're fighting for the eighth spot. Yes. Harrison Barn, of course, is on $25 million for the 2019-2020 season. But that's fine. Yeah. Kings can spend that money. They have cap space. He spreads the floor. He can defend. He takes high, like a high-volume amount of shots. Yep. But he could lower that with this team. You've know, got Buddy Heald hitting everywhere. I feel as though he's a very good fit for the Kings. He is a perfect fit, and he's part of the win-now mentality. Yes. He's 18 points per game, four rebounds per game, two assists per game. With this, they're really going to challenge the Lakers for that eighth spot. Yeah. And for me, that's a perfect move for the Kings because if they get, you know, lottery, it's not going to be great. No. But for them, they can make the players for the first time. Then you make all the players happy. You've got a young core. Yes. Harrison Barnes is not that old. No, he's like 25. You keep him, you know, I think, I think it's, a great, it's a great trade for them. And what then, do they give up? 
Well, Zach Randolph. Not much. Zebo and Justin. Justin Jackson, which is, I mean, Justin Jackson, okay, he's young on a rookie deal. He will play off the bench. He's had flashes that he could be a contributor in the Kings. Really, he's nothing special. Who knows? Maybe Dallas will play him. Maybe they won't. Yes. Doesn't matter. They've got Dontich and Christoph Porzingis. Yes. By the way, Porzingis' trade was probably the best thing the Mavs have ever done in their entire life. <laughs> I just don't understand how they managed to swing that New York is dumb. Um, we'll get there. But I think it's the ideal move. They've dumped a whole bunch of salary so they can find that third big. Imagine if you have KD, Porzingis, Dontich. Yes. Or Clay or Kyrie and those two. Like yeah, that is a beautiful no, team. Fair. I think it was a great trade. And maybe Justin Jackson will be good off the bench. Randolph will be Randolph not they're waving. They're waving, yeah, exactly. So he's not gonna play anyway. Um, so for me, I think it's a win. Yeah, so look, win win for both teams. I it think. is a win for both teams. Just quickly, I don't think we're gonna speak about it. I, I don't know if you're speaking about it. What is this? About the Knicks trade for Porzingis. Um I talk about it very high level. Okay. Okay, let's go. What was the worst what was the worst trade? My worst trade, and it was gonna be the Lakers. But I decided I'll leave that for you to kind of... Good, I'm glad to speak about it. Um, It was another Clippers trade. So Clippers swindled two teams um, this trade period. Clippers received Jermichael Green and Garrett Temple. Grizzlies get Avery Bradley. I just don't understand. Avery Bradley. I don't understand anything about that trade. doesn't make sense. Even slightly. Does not make sense. The Grizzlies, maybe they're trying to make their team worse. This does that. Well done. You're you're going for a I mean, that is what they're trying to do. At the moment, they're too high up that they're going to not get as good a pick as they want. Because really, the, Avery Bradley has actually hurt the Clippers all season. See, I saw this. I saw this statistic that he was at, the team was actually better off with him on the bench. Yes. So they're 5.5 points better per 100 possessions with him off the court. Avery, do you remember you in Boston? Can we just reminisce for a second about Avery so Bradley? Him and Isaiah Thomas. So they were going to su- superstars. What happened to both of them? Well, I mean, Isaiah, Isaiah hasn't played the whole season, but at least he didn't get traded at the deadline. That's true. Good <laughs> That's on the you. main thing. Um... They didn't even get a pick, the Grizzlies. Like, you gave yeah. up two better players to take a worse player, but you got nothing else. I don't, I don't, understand, I don't understand I that don't get it. It's, yeah, a terrible trade. For the Clippers, I, I, it also doesn't really make sense, because, again, you're not trying to make playoffs, but now you've got two decent players. Maybe you're trying to re-sign them for next year. But both of them yeah. are unrestricted free agents. Both of them fill a need, maybe because Tobias Harris left I think, and, and they kind of wanted to have someone to piece in that team. But I think unrestricted free agent is a key word here. Yeah. You know the play for the Clippers. They want the draft picks, they want Kawhi. Yes. It's but that simple. Avery Bradley had only two mil guaranteed on his 12 mil deal next year. They yeah. could have waived him and only spent two mil. Maybe this way they don't have to spend the two mil. Yeah. Like maybe that's what they were thinking about. But Look, the more money in the bank is the more you can pay you know, superstars in the offseason. That's what everyone's vying for. I, this whole trade yeah, confused it, it, me. I don't get it. Clippers, I mean, you got the better players. You didn't give up a pick. You got free money. Good on you. Grizzlies, I don't get it. Yeah, I, really I don't, don't understand it. it. So for me, that was the worst and weirdest trade. Well, my least favorite trade was actually the Otto Porter trade. I think that Chicago... I think that Washington could have gotten a lot more for Otto Porter. Yes. Keep in mind, his first game as a Chicago Bull, he seven from nine. And right. it, was, it was lovely. It was lovely yes. to watch. Yes. But... I just think they could have gotten a lot more than Jabari Parker and Bobby Portis. Like, yes. it's it was gross. A weird, it was a weird, it was a weird deal, but by far my least favorite deal, and obviously I'm biased, it's got to be Michael Beasley and Zubac for Mike Muscala. What are you it's thinking? Weird. Zubac, per 36 minutes, okay? Per 36 minutes, this kid, this 21-year-old, right? 19 points per game, 11 rebounds per game. Insane. He had he, he had some games where he won the Lakers a game. Michael Beasley, I get it. He was causing rock, locker room tension. You want to get rid of him. He's already waived. Who cares? Yes. Zubac 
is the future. We have a young core. Why would you trade him? Mike Muscala spaces the floor. He can shoot threes and he can defend. 3 and D, that's great. Yes. So happy for you. Now yes. we have one of these players yes. in KCP, technically. Yes. But Subhat, you could literally have traded Michael Beasley and, I don't know, give anyone them else. anyone else. Yes. Not Zubat. I don't understand this from the Lakers' perspective. Clippers, I get it. They've got, again. they've got two... Yeah, Clippers did an amazing job. They've got two centers in, you know, uh, McGee and Tyson Chandler, but both are old. Yes. Zubat is the future. Yes. Anyway, it makes me... I can't speak about it anymore. Um, yeah, it was a shit trade. Anywho. Who's the team for you that won the... I mean, I already know the answer, so let's speak about it briefly. Clippers and Mavericks. Obviously. Yes. Uh, Clippers got picks, robbed the Grizzlies and Lakers whilst they were at it. For the Mavericks, they're set up for the next decade. That Pazingas trade really astounded me. For what? They also got Tim Hardaway Jr., who actually is playing... He was the best player on the Knicks. They cleared up some cap space by getting rid of, um, as we just spoke about. Oh, uh, yeah. DeAndre Jordan and... And Wes Matthews. Oh, and also Harrison Barnes. And Harrison Barnes. They cleared up cap space. They got, uh, they got um, as we just said, Hardaway. Can I just say, though, normally when you see that, you know, three of the five starting five for a team is traded, you're like, oh, that's going to be shit. Yeah. You look at the Dallas Mavericks and you say, you know, this season, who cares? Who doesn't cares? matter. It was already a write-off. Next season, Thank you're going to have the reigning rookie of the year, Porzingis fully healthy, Maybe even a free agent. Tim Hardaway, if he plays. They've got a max free agent coming. <sighs> I'm sorry. I love everything about it. The only shame for them is they're not going to get a first-round pick this year because it's most likely going to be conveyed yeah, uh, but to that's, Atlanta. But you know They what? don't need it. They don't need it. They They've don't need it. Their team space. is going to be so good next year. And that connection, that Latvian connection right there. Yes. With, oh, Latvian, Lithuanian. I love it. I love everything Dirt. about it. Um, so when I saw that trade, though, and the reactions by New York, we were watching those reactions. Hilarious. Everyone was like, "What are you, New York? Why do you hate us?" Guys, honestly, go and watch on YouTube the reactions from oh, these fans. It's it phenomenal. Is hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's great. Um, only concern for me for the Mavericks is uh, Pazinga's health. Yeah, if, if yeah, and resigning him on a longer term deal. If they can get both of those, they've easily won this. The Knicks. If you do not get a max free agent, what on earth will you do? Or Zion. Or Zion. You need what? Zion. I'm sorry. You need Zion and a max free agent, or two max free agents, to make this even but slightly Zion worthwhile. They could have gotten with Pozingas in that team. They I didn't know. need to trade Pozingas. He know. wasn't playing. I know. So really, you had to get a max free agent. They yep. got Dennis Smith Jr. They got two and first I, round I picks. I don't think they get a max free agent. Just putting it out there. If Durant does not end up on that team, what on earth were they doing? I don't know. It was ridiculous. Um, for me, the team that won has got to be Philadelphia. I love everything they did in the win now mentality. Same with what Milwaukee did. Also, I love Tobias Harris. He's one of the most underrated players in the game. He's 21 points per game. He's improved in every category this season, shooting 50%, 43% from three, eight rebounds, three assists, and a steal per game. Should have been an all-star. Thought he was really snubbed. You get him and Boban and Mike Scott for essentially Chan- Wilson Chandler, Shamet, and two picks. It's great. It's a great deal. And that starting five, for me, it's, the, it's a slightly less... It's like the B-grade version of the Warriors. Yeah. You know, you've got J.J. Redick, who had a phenomenal game the other day in the first game points. back. He was obscene. And he can shoot the light out. Butler, Harris. Oh, and Simmons and Embiid. Yeah. Can, I, can we forget that? Yeah. And all of which, like, if you re-sign Butler, you re-sign Harris. You've got that core. That's, that's insane. And look, their, their bench took a hit. But I think because their starting five are so good now. Yes. I'm that's sorry, okay. but some of the other trades to remake that bench were actually quite good. Mike Scott on yeah. the bench would be good. James John- Ennis. 
Also, Ooh, Jonathan Simmons. Jonathan so Simmons. I was going to say about James Ennis, they got from him for a second round 2021 pick, which is swap. amazing. It was, yeah, swap. It, was, it wasn't even a pick. Oh, I thought it was. Oh, okay. They're swapping. To, they could have the right to swap. And he doesn't need the ball, yeah. which is great as well. Uh, I like Jonathan Simmons as well. They got rid of Markel Fultz. That was a bust. Uh, Stephen A. Smith has a, a whole segment about how, you know, he could never Fultz play again. could he be probably go. one of the worst picks ever. On the long term... I get them saying this could be a bad deal. If they lose Butler, if they lose Harris, I get it. Probably yeah. not the best in the short term. They win now. This team, I want, I forget about the Celtics. I want Milwaukee and 76ers in the, in the, the Eastern co- Conference finals. finals. I'm so excited Everything about this it. Year. I, I have love. no idea who's going to win and it's going to be phenomenal. It's great. Um, teams that lost for me? Yes. Utah. Because they didn't do anything. They didn't do a single thing. They should have added more bench depth. They're a good team. Mike Conley. But they're not going to they get Conley. past the first round. They, needed Mike they got Conley. lucky last year against Houston. Oh, not Houston, against OKC. OKC. That won't happen again because Melo's now going to... If he does play for the Lakers, I'll die. But <laughs> You know what? That's what they said about the Zubac trade. That's why they did it. Yeah, I know. I hate everything about that. But at the end of the day, <laughs> they're not making it past the first round because they didn't do anything. They sat and they could have made it past. They've got a phenomenal starting five. They've got an OK bench. They should have gotten rid of it. It was dumb. Um, they should have got Mike Conley. Yeah. There's a couple other teams that I think really lost. Mike Conley, I think, as a person, lost. Lakers. I think the Anthony Davis saga destroyed them. No means no. You idiots. They didn't want to trade him. Move on. Yes. They were never going to trade him. The, 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 the amount of analysis you read about this and why they, they had to push so hard. Because if they don't... The Celtics will beat them on that offer. Celtics are already going to beat them. The Knicks could beat them. Everyone's going to beat them on that offer. Anthony Davis will not be a Laker at the end of the season. Sorry, it's done. If they didn't make the trade then, which they never were going to... It's the same offer will be there in the season. Exactly. So the Pelicans, it's worth waiting. Well, LeBron did an all-star, that tampering. Oh, that was funny. I love it. And we'll get there. And Giannis called it as well. And he did. And LeBron has justified it, whatever. But I think at the end of the day, this... This saga, it wasn't even a trade. It was just the thought of the trade yes. nearly destroyed the entire team, and I absolutely hate it for the Lakers. That was by far the team that lost the most from the trade. They didn't sign, they didn't get any better. Yeah. They got a bit worse, and they lost quite a few games because of the saga. I do like the Reggie Bullock trade, though. I do like Reggie Bullock as well. I think that was a good. Um, for me, the losing teams, which already spoke about the Knicks, so I'm not going to go into that. Yeah. Uh, Wizards, giving up more picks for salary dumps. They gave up another 2020. <laughs> Basically, uh, the second round business was so silly. Oh my God. The Otto Porter trade was... What awful. is their play? That's what I want to know. Are they going for playoffs? Are they going for lottery? I don't know. Is John Wall even going to play for them ever again? Are they going to trade Bradley Bill? Should they just go full tank mode? I don't know what they're doing. What they doing? Make Jabari Parker your freaking all-star, you know? know? Like, know just leave the NBA for now, Wizards. I'm sorry. You've upset me greatly, Wizards. It's quite funny because all their second round picks in the, in the 20s, so 2020, 2021... 2023, all are owned by New Orleans now. Because they dumped Markeith Morris to get under the tax line. Which, fair enough, you're not going to make playoffs. Why are you paying the tax? Yeah, no, I get it. But but you have no second round picks. It's just They have no second round picks for the next five years. I'm sorry. John Wall will leave that team. Bradley Bill will probably leave that team. No one's going to take Wall's contract. No, I know. But I mean, like, in the five years when he finally starts playing again. So, like, in 2023, when he gets back on the court after all his injuries, who's going to take him? The Wizards are stuffed. Very bad. I agree. By far the worst. Now, let's speak about something a bit ha- happier. Of course, this trade deadline was tied the most trades. I think it was 14 trades Crazy. in the deadline. Most teams involved. I think it was 20 teams. 
great. It was it was a lot of fun. I had a great time. I loved the trade deadline. Everything about it was amazing. I love waking up in the morning and just, just reading like, about some trade. You're like, no, I just I woke up he's with, over here. To, to the Dubai Harris deal, and I was like, I don't know what's going on with the world. Please just let me go back to sleep. <laughs> um, but I loved it. Everything about it, I loved. I'm excited for the free agency. I cannot wait. Yes, I, it excites me more than the playoffs itself because yes. everyone knows Warriors are going to win. But all Star is happening this weekend. It mm. is happening. We will be watching every second of it. I love All Star. Yep. I want to go through who we think are going to be dunk contests, all the different challenges, their winners, what we think about the draft, and then we're going to redraft as well just to cap off the episode. So um, it's a big episode, but I'm, it I'm is, happy. But with I'm it. happy for it because when you have trade deadline, you need a solid 45 minutes yes. to go through everything. Yes. And we didn't even cover half the trades. There are so many more trades I would love go, to go into. Go and read into it. It is. Look at Bleacher Report. It's all there. The Raw might have some good trades as well. Yeah. Highly recommend that. Yeah. Um, but let's go through the dunk contest. Who do you think is going to win it? This is easy. And I, I find it funny you didn't go for this man, Dennis Smith. I'm sorry. Have you seen Mile Bridges? His dunks in game are insane. Dennis Smith Jr. I'm sorry. Do you know why he won't? Because he plays for the Knicks and nothing goes right for the Knicks. What we get injured dunk. He probably get injured dunk. Look, I get it. Dennis Smith has amazing hops, but Mile Bridges has showed enough in the NBA top ten that I'm like, okay, you have my vote. Dennis Smith Jr. We'll okay. see. We'll see. Uh, skills challenge. Luka Doncic. I want to. I want to say Carl Kuzma, but I'm sorry, it's the Aaron Fox. Have you seen this kid's handles? Doncic is fine. And he might win the big man. I think it might even be Dantich versus... Oh, he's a point guard, technically. Guard. Technically. Yes. I don't know where he's going to be. But for me, Doncic, his handles are insane. It was either Doncic or Jokic. Really? I was going to go for one of those two. Yeah. Darren Fox is so fast and just nimbly. And you've got to watch more Kings games. I'm sorry. You obviously don't watch... it. I mean, no one really watches Kings games. But you should watch more Kings games. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Three-point challenge. This was an easy one. Seth Curry. You know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> but obviously, it's going to be Steph. Like, I'm sorry, this season he's been shooting out of control. I feel really bad. I was going to write Lillard, obviously, no. but I went with Seth. And I'd love Seth to beat Steph. I would love Charlotte. it. I would love it to be Seth versus Steph. That's it's what fine. everyone's hoping for. Yes. And then Seth wins. Yes. This is what everyone wants. I really want Seth to win. Um, Rising Star Challenge. Team USA. I went Team World. Just because I love Dantich and I love Ben Simmons. I actually looked at the Team USA team. They've got a very good They team. do. And you can't back against the Aussies. That's true. So, I am, well, I am though. Okay. Because Team USA, when you've got some, you've got Jason Tatum, you've got De'Aaron Fox, you've got some very good players. You do. Can I just say, with Rising Star, I watch the highlights. I don't watch the whole game. No. It's not a great game. No. Same star, All-Star game, also not a great game. You know what was better last year? And I'm really hoping they... And, like, they played defense last yeah. year. Yeah, and I want it to happen again. I'm yeah. happy if it's 140, because that's normal games anyway nowadays. Yes. God damn it. Um, but All-Star game... You know what? I don't give a, I don't give a crap. No. The, my favorite thing about the All-Star weekend is that LeBron picked all of the coming free agents. It's so funny. I love everything about it. And, and I, I love how Giannis called him out for it. Did. It was so funny. It's like a tampering. We and should, LeBron was basically saying, yep. tampering doesn't matter in All-Star it weekend. It doesn't matter. So Tim LeBron I, wins by I that. saw Yeah, obviously. I saw these teams and I was like, LeBron... I love everything about you. Stay with the Lakers forever. We're retiring your jersey before you even yeah, start. Yeah. His first pick, Kevin Durant. <laughs> why you don't pick Steph Curry? Kevin Durant's going to be a fair agent. Third pick, why would you not pick James Harden, right? Who can shoot anywhere and if they're not playing Kyrie defense, even better. Irving. Kyrie Irving. Oh, I, didn't, I don't know if you know this, but he's a player option in the offseason. Yeah. Next pick, oh, Kawhi Lennon. And then he picked Harden, fine. Then who are the reserves? I don't know if you've heard of Anthony Davis before, but I think he requested a trade to the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clay Thompson, oh, isn't he also a free agent? Yeah, yeah. And then the rest is 
whatever who whatever. cares obviously he picked Dwayne Wade um, but everything about those picks I saw yeah, them and I was hilarious. like Absolutely, I love you. Yeah. Magic Johnson is just sitting there doing Mr. Burns, like yes. you know, his fingers tapping together. Um, the teams, yeah. Should, should we just quickly say the teams? Yeah. So LeBron's team is uh, starting five is LeBron, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, uh, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden. The reserves are Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, Damian Lillard, uh, Ben Simmons, who of course was traded for Westbrook, <laughs> which I love. The reason why he was traded because you know Westbrook and Embiid really get along, so it was important for them to play on the, on same, the same team. team. And what also LeBron Tim, says. And also LeBron loves Simmons. Yeah, he does. Obviously, he's the he's the prince. Yeah. Um, Lamarcus Aldridge, Carl Anthony Towns, Bradley Beal, who of course got picked last, which is not surprising, and it had to be Dwayne Wade. Yeah, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Giannis's team. You've got Curry. Embiid, Paul George, Kemba Walker. I think that's a filthy starting it's five. But that's fine. Why would you pick Middleton with your first pick? Because I get it. Teammates, I get it. Thank God no Ten. Lakers were there. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, Jokic, which I love. Westbrook, Griffin, D'Angelo Russell, Vucevic, who really should have been picked by LeBron James, because yes. also three agent. Carl uh, Larry and Dirk Nowitzki. There is no way this team beats it. I think Westbrook will go nuts. He'll just hug the ball the whole time. Yes. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. I think let's let's redraft this because yes. I think that's the important thing for us to do because I was not happy with how this was drafted because essentially for LeBron it was amazing he he did it so that he could do all the free agents but yep. uh, we've flipped the coins so you get to pick first because you have the winning record most votes of course so I'm starter and then third round and you pick the re- you pick yep. the first in reserve so yep. if I got my first pick I'm gonna go with Steph Curry obviously you go with Steph Curry uh, I would have to go. With James Harden. All-star game, it is all about offense. Yep. So all you need is someone that's going to jack up a shit ton of frees. Okay, so you got Harden. Yeah. I am going to go with Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's fair. And then I would obviously have to go with Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard? No, I don't want to pick Kawhi Leonard. That was a silly pick. I want to pick Joel Embiid. I like Embiid. I think he's fun in all-star. He gets the rebounds. No one, pay- no one boxes him out. It's great. I will go with... Um, I will go with... Paul George. Really? You know yep. with Paul George? I, I gotta George. go with Kyrie then. Yep. Those slick handles, anything's better than that. The real question is who wants Kemba? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, and of course I will have to take Kemba. See, this is what I don't understand. How how did how did LeBron not pick Kemba earlier? This is what I want to know. So now for the for the bench, obviously yeah, first. the first pick has gotta be Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry, I've seen him in All-Star. He is phenomenal. So you got Westbrook. Yeah. I'm going to go with AD. Damn it, I was going to go with AD after that. Yep. You yep. know what? I'm actually going to go with... I'm going to go with Clay. Let's just go all out with shooting. Let's that's, just go that's nuts. A lot of, that's a lot of shooting. That is a lot of shooting for my team. It's pretty much only threes. Oh, easy. I'm going to go with Lillard. Yeah, you have to go with Lillard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would then easy. go with uh, Jokic, Nikolai. Nikola Jokic. I think I have very little limited size here. I think you've really gone for all the big boys. I have. Bigs and threes. I have nothing in between. <laughs> no mid-range for my team. We only do dunks and we only do threes. Yes. I'm going to go with Carl Anthony Towns then. Okay. Um, I, need, I need some bigs. So, you know, I think... You know what? i got to go with Ben Simmons. He's just... He's not going to do anything fun. He's, but he will take one three. And he's going to miss it. It's going to be miss an it. He has taken one three this season so far. I'm going with Lamarcus Aldridge. That's fair. Uh... I've got to go... Oh, and you know what? Let's keep on stacking it. Let's go Vucevic. Ooh. I've got enough bigs here. I've got all the bigs, really. The bigs. Um, God, there's not much left there's that not I much. like. Um, you know what? I will go with Kyle Lowry. That's good, because I want to take D'Angelo Russell, because then I have more threes. D'Angelo Russell's been having a great season. Who do you want, Bill or Middleton? Oh, 
God. Um, you know what? I'll go with Chris Middleton. Well, then I have to go with Bradley Beal, as per usual, picked last in the thing. And you get to choose Wade or Nowitzki. Oh, Wade. Obviously. So the teams, this is how it rounds out. So your starting five, of course, is, yeah, well, you beat me. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got Steph Curry, Mm. Kevin Durant, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and I guess LeBron. Yeah, that's a great starting five. I mean... It's fine. Yep. Uh, my starting five, of course, is Embiid, uh, <laughs> Irving Harden, and Walker. Yeah, I did not do well. But no. I think my bench is better than yours. Yo, I think, I think my bench, bench is much better. So I've got um, I got Dame Dame Lillard, Lowry, An- Lowry, Anthony Davis, um, Aldridge, Aldridge, Towns, Towns, and, and Milton. I think mine is much better. Jokic, Thompson, Simmons, Vucevic. Russell, Russell, and then Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill as well, and of course, doesn't matter about the third round. No. I think in a game, I hate to tell you, I think yes. I would win only because everyone plays even minutes, yes. essentially. Yes. So true. in that game, you need a deeper team. Yeah. I think if my threes go down, I win it. As long as my centers get those rebounds, it's a good game. Yes. Guys, make sure to catch the NBA All-Star Weekend it's, this weekend. It's always great to It's watch. always, it's different. I much prefer the playoffs, yes. uh, but All-Star's fun. Yes. It's fun. Yes. And I'm excited to see what happens after All-Star. Maybe Anthony Davis will finally be traded. Uh, not now until draft time. <laughs> we don't know that for certain. Um, guys, thanks for joining us on Calling Bank. It's been an absolute pleasure being yes. with you. Yes. Had a huge episode this week. Make sure to tune back in in two weeks. Uh, after All-Star, we'll see who, who's team one. Yes. Um, of course, I have to be team LeBron and you have to be team Giannis because of LeBron course. is... My boy. Yes, now. now. Um, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Yep. See you guys. Did you call back?